When it comes to terrorism, everyone is entitled to their own analysis and theories, but they are not entitled to their own facts. Hi, this is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting, and you're listening to Quick Hits, short podcasts about all matters related to public safety and national security. Okay, I know I talk a lot about this, and I'm going to apologize in advance, like a good Canadian, I'm going to say sorry, but I have to return to this issue about whether or not in late 2020, when it comes to the terrorist threat, whether or not we should worry more about what we have been worrying about for the better part of 20 or actually 40 years, i.e. Islamist extremism, or whether it is time to turn the page rededicate resources and focus on what is widely known as far-right or right-wing extremism, an umbrella term that encompasses all kinds of things like white supremacists and white nationalists and neo-Nazis and even QAnon, conspiracy theorists, according to some. And as you've heard me say ad nauseum, I think that's premature. I think that would not be a wise move for the security intelligence and law enforcement agencies around the world to holus bolus drop resources on Islamist extremism and rededicate them towards the far right. What I decided to do is do a bit of an experiment last week. So starting uh, last Monday, I recorded all the acts of terrorism that occurred anywhere in the world based on open source information. Full disclosure, this is not a scientific study. This, the data I'm about to produce and share with you was derived from my daily look at the news around the world. I look at hundreds of news sites on a daily basis because I can't because I'm just an old retired guy and I have lots of time. And I made note of whenever an act of terrorism took place. Is it the list exhaustive? No. And the events that I did take note of, I think, are all terrorist in nature. Some would disagree with me for all kinds of reasons. But I'm fairly confident that if a significant event took place somewhere in the world over the past seven days, that one of the news sources that I read on a daily basis would certainly have covered it. Meaning, I don't think I missed anything that was really important. Well, here it goes. Here's what I detected over the past seven days in terms of terrorist attacks somewhere on planet Earth. On November the 15th, gunmen attacked a bus full of civilians in Ethiopia, killing at least 34. Motive, indeterminate at this point. On the 16th, in Afghanistan, three different attacks, one using an IED and two using guns, total of at least 25 people dead and at least 20 wounded, probably all attacks by the Taliban. On the 17th of November, an attack in Somalia by a suicide bomber, claimed by Al-Shabaab, five dead, eight wounded, and an attack by the Allied Democratic Forces in the DRC, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, in which 36 were killed. On the 18th, in Pakistan, gunmen killed one person, Islamist extremism. On the 19th, back to Afghanistan, a mortar attack by the Taliban killed seven, an attack in Pakistan killed two, and ISIS terrorists in Syria, Syria killed 11. On the 20th, Somalia again. Al-Shabaab planted an IED in which three were dead and an undetermined number were wounded. In India, 
Security forces thwarted a terrorist attack by Jaishi Mohammed and his missed terrorist group. On the 21st, two attacks in Afghanistan, one by the Taliban deny, probably the Taliban, if not it could be Islamic State in Khorasan, a mortar attack killed 10 and wounded 51, and a second IED attack wounded 4. An IED attack in Iraq on the same day killed 10, and an attack by undetermined Islamist extremists in Pakistan killed 1 and wounded 2. On the same day, the 21st in Nigeria, there were two attacks by Boko Haram, in which 13 were killed and 26 wounded. And last but not least, on the 22nd, we end the week with Afghanistan, the Taliban carried an attack using guns, killing six people and wounding another 12. That's what I found last week in terms of terrorist attacks around the world. If we look at this data, we look at where the attacks took place, we look at the groups that were either claimed the attacks or are believed very strongly by authorities to be behind the attacks, what is it that we find in common? Well, it's not rocket science. Every single act of terrorism anywhere in the world during the week of November 15th to 22nd was carried out by, wait for it, an Islamist terrorist group, with the possible exception of what happened in Ethiopia. That one is yet to be determined. It's, it's complicated by the fact there's now a civil war between the Ethiopian government and the up in Tigray in the north, the Tigrinya People's Liberation Front. So we all know that when wars take place, uh, facts are kind of foggy. So that one is a bit of an exception. But every other attack, and there's some two dozen that I've named, were carried out by Islamist extremist terrorists. Today's video is brought to you by my latest book, When Religion Kills, a look at how the so-called faithful in many religions advocate murder in the name of their God. Buy it today. Just click on the link in the text portion of this podcast. What did we not see? We did not see, during the week of November 15th to 22nd, a single act of terrorism anywhere on our lovely blue planet carried out by a group that was not Islamist extremist. In other words, no far-right attacks, no Sikh terrorist attacks, no Buddhist terrorist attacks, no environmental terrorist attacks, no violent incel attacks for those who think the violent incels are terrorists. I happen to disagree with that. In other words, why in heaven's name would security services and law enforcement decide to shift resources from one particular set of investigations to another when all the violence is happening still in the first category. In other words, where's the justification for taking resources away from Islamist extremism and putting them on the far right? Again, as I've said on many occasions, it's not that the far right can be ignored. They do present a risk. They need to be monitored, but not to the same extent that Islamist extremism does. Now, this will vary from country to country. The United States is an interesting exception where I think they probably need to devote a lot more resources to what they call domestic terrorism, i.e. far-right terrorism. But for every other country on the planet, including my own here in Canada, that would be an idiotic move to holus bolus move resources away from Islamist extremism. That is the number one terrorist threat to the planet and will be for the foreseeable future. What this points out is that amongst this debate, those who are very strongly advocating it's all about the far-right all the time, there's no data to back that up. Yes, there's all kinds of people online spouting all kinds of garbage, 
but I'll said it before and I'll say it again. The vast majority of people who say stupid shit online never do anything. They're just wannabes. They talk the talk, they don't walk the walk. You are entitled to your theories about terrorism. You're entitled to weigh in on where you think this is all going. You're entitled to write academic articles or pieces for popular media, open source, that talks about terrorism. What you are not entitled to is to make up your own data. Unless you can point to other data sources that I've missed over the past seven days, in which there were dozens of attacks carried out by the far right, it's pretty hard to question what, what I've come up with. The data simply does not support, as of late November 2020, that far-right terrorism has usurped Islamist extremism as the number one terrorism threat across the world. In the vast majority of countries, it's still about jihadis all the time, and will be for quite some time to come. So let's keep having this debate about what is terrorism, what we should do about it, where we think it's going. But let's start with some data, can we folks? Because without data, theories are useless. Anyhow, that's what I think. Do you agree with me? Do you have alternative data that points in a different direction? I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me on Gmail, BorealisRisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at BorealisSaves. You can also find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you like the content and want to receive more, go to my website, BorealisThreatenedRisk.com, hit the subscribe button, provide your email address, you'll get a free daily digest first thing in the morning, all the Today in Terrorism, all the podcasts, all the blogs, all the media interviews, free to your inbox once a day love to hear from you what you thought of this podcast or others ideas for future ones i'll talk to you again soon until then stay safe